if there were robots and they were do the dishes, fold the laundry. Other than that, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm making a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Hey, there you are. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be interesting. This is going to be fun. Because we have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about nothing <laughs> and everything all at the same time. Well, we could talk about how we prepared. Not at all. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. I do have some stuff for you, though. You got some shit. I knew you would. You said you've never been to creepy... Creepy pasta? Creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. I never have. Yeah. It, okay. For you guys that don't know, it, it, this like creepy pasta or whatever dot com, is that right? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a website full of like paranormal stories that are all 100% horse shit. <laughs> wow. Like this is where, this is where Slenderman was was born. This is where he got his start. Yeah, I don't know if they're all horseshit though. I uh, th- there's a second. Everything that you have told me from that site has been horseshit though. Yeah. That's so that's my experience thus far. And my favorite one is the Russian sleep experiment. Yeah. Let me just go on record. Like Myron just read me the story of this Russian sleep experiment that he found from that website. And it is disturbing as hell. And it's very cool. And then it, he goes through this awesome story, and I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god, that's awesome!" And then he's like, "Yeah, it's total bullshit." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> we'll put a, we'll put a link up to it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, if you haven't if you haven't read the story, it's basically uh, these uh, Russian political prisoners. There's five of them. They get put into a chamber, and the the researchers want to see if they can keep them awake for three days or 30 days. Yeah, and, if 30 they, days. and if they stay awake for 30 days, then uh, they will be rewarded with freedom. Right? Falsely. Falsely. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the, they're lying to them. Yeah, they're lying to them, <laughs> according to the story. So they put them in this chamber, and because they don't have video cameras back then, they, uh, they just have microphones and portholes. And... Uh, so they say it was like five inches thick, the glass? Yeah. Is that what they said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it could be 10 inches thick. I mean, if you're making up a story, yeah, it could be anything. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. So, well, I don't think anybody's going to break a one-inch thick yeah, porthole, so why would it need to be five inches hey, thick? whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So 
Anyways, they stick them in this room and they and they uh, mix this gas with the oxygen in the room, uh, which supposedly is going to keep these guys awake. See, even Elliot over here, she even thinks it's bullshit. Yeah, that's what she's saying <laughs> in baby language. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> so the test subjects they uh, they're awake for five days, I think is one. Yeah. Said. Five days, and then and then all of a sudden, one of them starts screaming, <laughs> and he's screaming and so runs for like three hours straight, screaming for three hours straight. Yeah, three hours straight. Screaming, running back and forth the length of the chamber until his until he tears his vocal cords. Yeah, and uh, uh, then he goes silent, but he's still screaming, even though he can't <laughs> scream. He's still running back and forth, screaming. Uh, and the others start talking into the microphones to the researchers, trying to turn their comrades in for war crimes. Yeah, they start like squealing on everybody. Yeah. Saying, saying, yes, Josh is over here and he, he committed crimes. And I don't know what the crimes are, and I'll give you all the information for the crimes if you just let me out of here. And I will, I will, I will, I will, I'll uh, give you the information on the other three guys, too. You know, it, it, it just creepy stuff like that into the microphones, but of course, they don't open it up. And then, uh, and then the next thing that happens is they, they, take some books that they were given oh this is nasty and they uh smear feces on them and like, put them over the portholes yeah they wipe their butts with the pages of the books and then they put them over the portholes so then nobody could see into it <laughs> all they're looking at is a, a yeah. nasty filthy yeah poo smear poo smeared page <laughs> of a book in russian <laughs> which is probably exactly what it deserves <laughs> Uh, so, so for a period of time, they don't get any information from them. No, they, it's silent after the, after the paper goes up onto the portholes, it becomes silent. So after a few days, they, they use the intercom and tell them that, uh, they're going to be coming in to check the microphones. And when they do, the story goes that one guy was dead and that uh, they had used his muscle tissue and flesh to clog up the drain in the middle of the... Uh, and then uh, they don't mention turning on the shower, but I would assume that they, that that either they plugged the toilet and flushed it or used the shower or something, but there was four inches of water in there mixed with blood and that these people had torn flesh from their own body and gutted themselves, but they were still alive, and they were eating their own flesh, and that the tips of their fingers were missing, so all you could see was the the fingers from their bones, Ugh. and that they had begged to be put on the gas, and they... Yeah, they kept asking to be put back on the gas, like to turn yeah, back on the gas. Yeah, turn the gas like back on. They pulled them out of there, took them to the hospital within the same facility, and yeah. attempted to put their guts back. Another guy died. In the end, they put two more back in to the chamber. They decided to put them back into the chamber after fixing them up. And uh, they were all happy because they were going to get the gas turned back on. But then something happened and they all died. I don't know. It was, it was so messed up, though. Really good story. Yeah, really cool. But, really cool story. But really fake. Yeah, and it pisses me off. <laughs> I was like, man... Why do people do it? But there's a there, there's a, a a bunch of stories on there. Uh, like it's, like Josh said, it's the uh, 
The Origin of Slender Man yeah. is on there. Which is cool. Which we've talked about before, we Slender Man. We've right? talked about Slender Man. I think I think Slender Man is kind of <laughs> great because... Is it Slender Man or is it Slenderman? Well, it depends <laughs> on what part of the country you're from. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, you got like superheroes. You have like Spider-Man, but you don't call him Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you have, is it like Goldman? Like a guy's name is Goldman? Yeah. Goldman. But, if, but he would be Goldman if he were like a fucking superhero. Yeah, Goldman. <laughs> Not Goldman. Not Goldman. <laughs> yeah, if it's a last name, you have to pronounce it like that. Right. right? So, so it, I just it, don't know. So if his last name was Slenderman, it would be Slenderman. I mean, is it George Slenderman? Slen- George Slender. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, here's what I like about him. Because there are, look, there's a lot of things in the world that cause uh, stupid people to uh, uh, open the exit door to this world. Yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, and get the heck out of here. And uh, no longer be a part of this this society, and that's a good thing, you know, because you can't have uh, you can't have really idiotic people running around, you know. They'll breed you out. <laughs> <laughs> they'll breed you out. <laughs> yeah, they'll breed breed out all the smart people, <laughs> like on uh, Idiocracy, which was a great movie, by the way. They'll breed you out. Have you seen Idiocracy? <laughs> no, I haven't. You've never seen that? No. Oh. Dude, there's so many things that I have not seen. Jeez, man. I swear. Jeez. I know. I've become like out of touch okay. with uh, uh, just pop culture in general. I think it's Mike Judge. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up. The Simpsons guy? Isn't that who did The Simpsons and like uh, Office Space and shit like that? Uh I know a little. <laughs> I know a little bit about it. A little bit. A little bit about Mike Judge. I just know a little about a little. Well, Mike Mike Judge is he's the guy that did Office Space, yeah. King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, Idiocracy, and I'm going to say it in my own words instead of reading this IMDb crap. <laughs> it's got. Uh, it's got this uh, Luke Wilson. It stars Luke Wilson. So, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Luke Wilson. He's uh, he's this lazy guy in the army, and uh, the they call him to do this experiment where they're going to put him to sleep for a year, like cryogenics. Nice. And then they get a civilian who turns out to be a hooker. Sweet, right? Yeah, they put her to sleep for a year. Oh, well, they put him in this. Uh, they put him in this room. Something happens. I don't know. And they <laughs> end up in a warehouse, and they're there for five hundred years. What the in hell? cryogenic sleep? That's amazing. And uh, <laughs> they're just like, "Whoops, we forgot." And they show it. I mean, they just they show exactly what happens. <laughs> During that 500 years, all the idiots in the world get to continue to breed 
and they end up outbreeding all Christ. of the smart people. Well, ba- basically, they show this uh, white trash guy sleeping with all these chicks, and they show his family tree as it grows, and it's humongous. I mean, he has like a thousand offspring. You know. And then they show these these two white uh, upper middle class couple, and they're like, well, we want to have kids, but we want to wait until we've got established and have our careers. Then they yeah. show them five years later, well, we have careers, but we're really busy, you know, so we're going to wait on the kids. And then finally uh, they show them a couple of years more down the road. He has low sperm count. She can't get pregnant. <laughs> then he dies. And then she never oh had kids. God. Meanwhile, this other guy, he's just breeding us <laughs> just, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just it, it, they show him with like two women that live next door in a duplex fighting each other over him because he's humping them both. Going to and then this everything. pregnant lady comes running into the yard to get him. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, so he's just got hundreds of kids. At any, <laughs> it is ridiculous. Anyway, so. I love it. But it's but the movie is, uh, it, you can see it. You can see it today. Yeah. All right. You know, the office of the president. And I, and and the reason I'm bringing this up. Oh, like are we getting into politics? Well, now? because the movie does get into politics. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Uh the office of the president used to be a a pretty serious yeah, uh role, you know. Absolutely. A, everything was taken seriously. Sure. Uh You know, I don't think you would see Richard Nixon go on to uh you know, between two ferns with you know, Galifianakis <laughs> and make jokes, you right, know, because right. he's, he's the freaking president of the United States. Right. Not that Richard Nixon was great, but, you know, you just wouldn't see. Yeah, you, it was something that wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. Right. Now, I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that just love Obama. You may be listening right now. Look, I don't care what you like. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just saying that in the movie Idiocracy, they show the president and he is, uh, uh, oh, he's a he, I love this guy, but I don't remember his name. Hold Is on. he just like a moron? No, you're. It, it's a black actor. Uh, yeah, Terry Crews. Okay, right? Do you remember him? He was he was like the the guy in uh, uh, the Longest Yard, yeah. the remake. Yeah. He's the guy. The he's new, yeah, he's the real man. muscular, muscular guy that was selling McDonald's, and he could make each boob move up and down. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Peck, right? And so he's the uh, he's the oh, president. He's a funny guy. I love him. But, yeah, he's good yeah, he's the president, and he plays President Camacho. Camacho, <laughs> right? I like that. And it, the to me, and maybe anybody else who's seen it, and maybe when you watch it, you won't see it. But I'm to, gonna have to, to me. It. And and not just because these both both these guys are black it, that has nothing to do with it. But to yeah. me, what they show the presidency as in the future <laughs> is kind of like what I'm seeing now. What it already is, right? Well, <laughs> what it's become. They, they show uh, they show the uh, uh, the you know the 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 Congress room you know where they have the the congressional meetings and stuff oh, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. right? The congressional room. Mm-hmm. And they have this guy introduce the president, 
And he's like, and, and it sounds like Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah. I think it is, actually. <laughs> like, I think it's Randy did, Macho Man Savage. Did he, they announce them like yeah, they are, he, like a WWE superstar? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So so I think it's Randy Macho Man Savage on the, as the announcer, and he goes, Ladies and gentlemen, you're President of the United States. <laughs> President Camacho, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but oh my god, that I totally see it. It's like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> President of the United States, Barack Obama. <laughs> you know, I just see it. It's oh the, I mean, god. that's it's the way it is. You know, it's it's, and a, I think, it's a joke. Yeah, it's become that way. And I think I don't know personally. I think that yeah, the presidency should not have anything to do with pop culture no i don't think so. you know what i mean no get back to what it was well there's a lot of you know the problem with younger people is that they they want to be a part of it but they don't they're so fucking stupid but (laughs) but younger younger people don't want they don't want to be part of uh they don't want to be part of something that is the status quo they want to be part of something new sure they want to change it because their parents suck their yeah. parents are old people right even when you're 22 to 26 you know to 28 whatever you know you have this you want everything to be new and fresh the problem is is nothing is ever new and fresh no. everything's the same it's just regurgitated well you know how <laughs> they talk about how uh Things in the government, like uh, like the Constitution, mm-hmm. is an outdated document because it has nothing to do with today. Okay. I'm going to postulate this. What is different today, right? Right. Than 250 years ago. What's different? Yeah, what's different? Technology. That's it. That's it. But what? Okay, so you, <laughs> that's it. So you have a computer and you can get on the internet. Yeah, I mean. Right. So I guess we're 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 more connected. Yeah, but does that change humanity? Not it. Does even that a does little that, bit, and not even a bit. No, you can get on Twitter, right? Absolutely, and you can connect with billions of people. Yeah. All right. That doesn't make you smarter. No, no. And it doesn't change the decisions that you make or the way you think. Right. And the way you think. And the way you act and the things that you do are exactly the same as what people did 250 years ago. In fact, everything we have now is just a newer version of what they had right. back then. But that doesn't make it any different. You still go to the bathroom, right? Yeah, you still got to eat, <laughs> still got to sleep. You still got to prepare your food and eat it. Uh, here's one fundamental thing that, that people don't get, right? Yeah. You have web pages to read the news. Yeah. Well, back then they had the printing press. Yeah, just a newspaper. Yeah. Okay. What is the difference? Nothing. There is no difference. There's really not. You're it's just still re- information. You're, it's just information. It's now just you're receiving more of it. Yeah, it's just a presentation. It's so, um, so imagine you're sitting in your log cabin in Illinois and you get your local paper. Well, what if you just sent two guys on horseback over to the next county and got those papers? Well, now you have three newspapers. Right. What advantage is there to that? Not really a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, <not really> at all. <laughs> I I just think that people people seem to think, and it, and I've I've heard a lot of podcasts in general. People seem to think that because we have faster cars, uh, cars that can break 
with in shorter distances, right. more horsepower, because we have computers that we can get on the internet and watch movies, uh, because we have these microphones, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, or 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 iPhone smartphones. They somehow think that that changes the way humanity works, and hum- and humanity will act just like humanity did back then. There's sure. nothing different. And the way people are, you know, in their search for power and uh, the ability to control masses of people, sure. they're still going to do that. Technology technology doesn't change uh, people in that sense. So it's funny to watch that, getting back to idiocracy, it's funny to watch that. <laughs> You know, I still want to see this movie. idiotic people have become. Oh, it's hilarious movie! How <laughs> idiotic people have become, but now the only reason they survive is because of technology that that takes care of them. It makes their food. It it, <laughs> it, uh, it makes their clothes. You know, it <laughs> you makes all their products. So they don't have to do anything. They can just walk around and be the dumbest people yeah. they can. You know, they were well in the movie. uh they had a a problem with uh, crops. They couldn't grow any crops, and that's because a Gatorade company, which is called uh, Thirst Mutilator. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the exact name of it. but Thirst Mutilator. Well, yeah, it was, uh, it was something, whatever. It was the Thirst Mutilator, <laughs> and they were using it for everything. The only time they used water was in their toilets, but... To, they were watering their crops with it. My and, God. <laughs> and because it had a lot of salt in it, uh, yeah, it just... electrolytes, right? And that yeah. was kind of the thing. Uh, because it had that in it, it was it was keeping the crops from growing. Dude, that's amazing. So this guy said, look, all you have to do is water them and they'll grow. <laughs> you know, But you got to watch it. It's, it's great. I would movie. have to check it out for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, no, but honestly, though, like getting back to that and like technology and shit like that, you know, I I was just watching a movie the other day. I'm a big like uh, Will Smith fan. I like Will Smith and his movies and shit like that. Yeah. So I was watching I Am Legend, but then I was... Great movie. And it is a great movie. But then I was like, oh, I'm in this Will Smith freaking mode now. I want to watch iRobot. Yeah. And I have that too. So I went downstairs and I watched iRobot. Yeah. And every time I watch it, there's this weird like fear that comes over me. Because robots and aliens scare the shit out of me. But I think like Well, which did you watch Independence Day? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Cuz you didn't mention that. Now no, I didn't watch aliens. No, I'm just saying like aliens in general scare the shit out of me. But yeah. so do robots. Because like an iRobot uh-huh. You know, it was basically like, well, the robots start developing. Well, it was the main central hub that controls all of the robots. Mm-hmm. Started to like, there was like this ghost in the machine that they were talking about. And it starts thinking, you know, the world could run more efficiently if some of these people were eliminated. Yeah. And so it starts like programming these robots to like do bad, do yeah. bad things. Yeah. And. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like how far off are we from having like robots? They already have these robots and they're cool as shit. They really are. 
that will kind of just meander about your house. Yeah. You know, and what? they're not big. Well, they're just smaller. The Roomba? It's something. No, it's not a it's okay. not a vacuum, but it's a, it's an actual it looks like a like a like a stereotypical robot, like a humanoid figure robot. Yeah. But it's only like 3 feet tall. Mm. But it's fucked up because it'll walk around and it'll like grab uh, a Pepsi can. And it'll pick it up and it'll analyze it. It'll look at it and it'll be like, oh, this is my master's Pepsi can. And if it's empty, it'll like go and like throw the shit away. If you tell it to like go throw it in the trash, it would. Or that it would just like place it back down. Where have you seen that? Huh? I swear to God these exist. This was three years ago. That was three years ago? That was three years ago. So now ask yourself, do we have the technology, the capability to really have something like like they did in iRobot. Yes. That scares me. Have you have you <laughs> because those fucking things they're have, just as tall as a human. Have you looked up uh No, don't say it. Because no, they're not making them. Don't yeah. say it. Nope. Yeah, Elon Musk. The I, uh, I refuse to believe it. <laughs> Elon Elon Musk. Uh are you going to like fucking paranormal pasta or whatever that shit spooky pasta no. <laughs> whatever, creepy pasta uh well there's one I, I looked up elon musk artificial intelligence and Steph, stephen hawking warrants artificial intelligence could end mankind dude i and i i am a big uh stephen hawking fan like i am the things yeah. that the man says is amazing yeah um, but he doesn't actually say it. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. He he speaks through a computer. Right. Did you know that we could give him a brain transplant? Why would you do that? Well, a he brain transplant. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to move. He can't. He move would him? still be paralyzed, yeah. just like he is now. But we could move his brain, take his brain out. Put it into a younger body. Oh, I see what you're saying. And uh, and this has been done. So anybody who's going, oh, you're full of shit. Like I'm about no, to. This right? is this <laughs> this has been done with monkeys. They took a monkey brain yeah. and put it in another monkey. Yeah, I was watching this guy the other day. He's a retired brain surgeon, and uh, he he works at McDonald's. Okay, he doesn't wait. work for McDonald's. He goes and he has a little table that says reserved for Doctor White. And it like he sits at that table and does most of his work, but he's retired. So why do brilliant people do kook ass shit like that? I don't know, but because it's just killing his credibility. But, no, <laughs> no, but he he was part of a he was part of a, a research team that uh, would remove the head of a dog, the the entire head, connect, take another dog, cut out ma- the main arteries from the neck and connect it to the new head. What the fuck? And when they did that, that was their first experiment. Was with the dog. They could still get reactions from the dog, the severed head. Jesus. So the next step in the experiment was to take two monkeys, and we kind of got off track here. but No, uh, keep going. I like this. But the next step of the experiment was to take two monkeys and do the same thing, and they did. Right, this guy. 
now, this guy is the sole reason. If you look him up, he's super famous, dude. He this, is the sole reason you can work, you can have uh, brain surgery at all because sure. he he was the guy who said, "Look, if you cool the brain down, right, mm-hmm. then you can uh, you can." have the brain last for a couple hours versus a couple minutes because once you lose the blood supply to the brain, you only have a couple minutes before brain damage sets in. But if you cool the brain down enough, you you will have a couple hours without Longer. without damaging the brain. Sure. And he's the guy that pioneered that, so he's a really famous guy. So Absolutely. so this experiment is completely real. So they changed the monkey heads out. Right? Yeah. And the monkey with you know when they did that, when they did the brain I don't know if it was just single brain or the entire head of the monkey. I don't remember. I think it was a brain, an actual brain transplant when sure. they did uh of course the monkey is now paralyzed because you cannot because you can't they couldn't connect the spinal cords see that once the spinal right. cords are separated there's no going back so okay. you're so you're now uh you you are now paralyzed Shit. but but it's even possible. so they still got normal reactions from the monkey as far as uh, uh the uh facial movements and eye movements and stuff like that the same type of reactions yeah and they even brought up Stephen Hawking they said that if if he would if, be the first person to say fuck you though well he might be I but there's you. but he's saying that he could in order to save him mm-hmm. from dying because he's really important right he is insanely brilliant that, that we could take a a body that's been donated sure yeah right remove the brain and put Stephen Hawking's brain in that body. He'll still be paralyzed like he is now, right, right. but he'll be healthy. He won't be degenerating anymore. Mm-hmm. So that is freaking fascinating. It is fascinating. So how far are we from doing the head in the jar thing like they have on Futurama? Have you seen that? Well, you have to have a blood supply, an oxygen supply I'm to just the saying. brain. It'd be cool as shit. You could probably do it now. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about them talking. What's <laughs> well, it's funny though. All right, so here's here here it is. Do you want to? This, this is the guy. Let me see. Yeah, read that. Is his name Elon? Elon. Elon Musk. He's the the Tesla guy. The Tesla car. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has spoken out against artificial intelligence, declaring it most serious threat to the survival of the human race. Huh. Okay. Musk made the comments to students from Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, during an interview um, talking about computer science, space exploration, and the colonization of Mars. He says, I think we should be very careful about artificial intelligence. If I had to guess at what our biggest existential threat is, it's probably, probably that. So we need to be very careful, said Musk. I'm increasingly inclined to think that there should be some regulatory oversight. I'm I'm trying to read over my microphone here and it's not working. Let's see here. Maybe at the national and international level just to make sure that we don't do something very foolish. And see, this is what I'm saying. 
eventually we are going to reach a point where technology is going to damn near surpass our human brain function. There's a lot of shit going on in our minds right now that we don't quite comprehend. We're, we're probably never going to comprehend. But as far as computing power and things of that nature, I think we are insanely close. Dangerously close. Because, like in the damn movie... He was there was this the initial scientist who came up with all these robots mm-hmm. started saying or started teaching one specific robot emotion and feelings mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I mean it's it's bizarre to me because you know that's the one thing that makes us us is we have personalities. We get pissed sometimes. We get sad sometimes. We sleep. We have dreams. You know, things of that nature. I don't know why it's important for robots to have feelings. First of all, the they reason, the reason we have feelings as far as emotional feelings is because right. we can we have the ability to feel pain. Right. And it's our fear of feeling that pain that, that, ke- that, that, that gives us... Well, I mean, if I'm going to reach over and scratch your arm, you're going to you're going to pull your arm away. Yeah. The reason you pull your arm away is out of fear. Now, you may not be afraid of me, but but right. but the point is, is you don't want to be scratched and your body is is has a self-preservation Which they kind, kind of thing. <laughs> Robot, Stop. Ro- <laughs> robots. Robots don't need that. Right. You know what I mean? We also have an emotional preservation Sure. You know, like when your girlfriend breaks up with you and you get all mad, bitch. You know, uh, like I don't do that anymore. If, if if my wife told me that she didn't want to be with me tomorrow, I'd be like, "All right." <laughs> You're just like, "Yeah, whatever." It's yeah, fine. that doesn't mean I I don't love her. It just <laughs> it just means that you know, it, it, there's there's no reason for an emotional response. It is what it is. He's <laughs> like, no, yeah, okay. No, look, the reason why I brought up Elon Musk isn't because I wanted to hear his stupid opinion. You know, right, right. It's because he invested in. Artificial intelligence, which is in this other article. Okay. It was in the original article. No, he invested in deep mind. What uh, is that? And it's a, the headline is uh, Elon Musk says he invested invested in deep mind, which is artificial intelligence research, okay. over Terminator fears. And he was an early in investor in the AI firm. And, and he only did it because he wants to keep an eye on it. Uh, I don't blame him. <laughs> so when when he talks about when 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 Musk talks about artificial intelligence, he's not talking about it like you and I giving our opinion because we know nothing about it. Right. He's given it because he's seen it. He's invested in it. I'm sure they've done demonstrations for him. You know, oh, I'm sure, especially and, if he's invested like that. And on top of that, he's a programmer himself, I think. So, uh, you know, when when he looks at it, he knows exactly how it works. It's it's not like he's a a retarded politician that walks into a room and they say, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> look you at know. the blinking lights, man. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Check this yeah, shit out." Uh, here here's how wind power works, and then they right. go, "Oh, that's so incredible!" And then they go back to Washington and force everybody to go to wind power, even though it's like super <laughs> inefficient. Which, by the way, let me kind of divert for a second. <laughs> I seen this the other day. This company has a video in their lobby about talking about, uh, and I don't remember the name of the firm, 
but uh, they have a building in their lobby. They have a video which discusses how much wind power uh, they're how much power they're saving by having these wind mills on the top of the building in oh, this yeah, urban sure. city. Yeah. Well, it turns out that uh, they want to keep the windmills running constantly, so that nobody sees that they're just sitting there without being without any wind. Okay. Moving the blades. Okay. So they had electric motors installed in them. Oh, for Christ's sake. To turn the blades. Cute. <laughs> That's adorable. So it's costing them money to run oh the to run the turbines, you know, to run the, the, the windmills. Oh, okay, so anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, a politician goes in and, and they get one side of the story and then they're all for it and they get lobbied for it and so then they put it out. No, Musk is coming from a different place. He actually understands this stuff. Yeah. Uh, because I'm sorry, people, politicians know nothing about anything. They only know what they're told. And if they only listen to one side, they only get one side. Yeah. You know, politicians are experts in nothing. So Musk is a different story. So when he says, watch out for artificial intelligence, you better watch out for artificial intelligence. (laughs) Well, it's just, oh, it's so bizarre to me. Like, would it be badass to have a, a robot walking around, like, doing the dishes and folding the laundry? Hell yeah. I'd probably be first in line for that. But that's it. I know, but aren't we I can all going to die of heart attacks? Shit, probably. But I'm... Because we don't do anything? Yeah. We're lazy, aren't we? I predict I'm going to have a heart attack in the next five years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because I do nothing. What do you mean you do nothing? I you do, do stuff. No, I don't. Horseshit. No, I don't. I get up in the morning and uh, and basically, you know, I drive a truck that's been mentioned before. Yeah. So I get up in the morning and I call, I make a call to dispatch and I uh, say, hey, I'm ready to go. And they say, all right, here's your, uh, here's your trailer numbers, right? So I'll drive, I'll get in my car, I'll get in the shower, get dressed, mm-hmm. get in my car and I'm sitting in a seat driving up to Omaha, which is uh, about an hour away. Sure. When I get there, uh, I grab my bag, I walk over to a truck, get in, sit down in the seat of a truck, <laughs> drive drive over to these trailers, <laughs> back up into them, get out, hook up two hoses, and wind up a thing, and then I get back in, and then I drive for the next 8 to 13 hours. Jesus. So I'm sitting in a seat for 8 to 13 hours. When I get done, uh, I bring the trailers back to a yard, I drop them off, park the truck get out go sit in my car again and drive back to your car when i get home i come inside and i sit in a chair and watch television or get on my computer and do some work uh and then i go to bed and lay down no but i wouldn't say but i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that you're gonna like have a heart attack no i think i I think the worst that you're gonna have is make the fucking hemorrhoid or something like that you know what i mean well it's inactivity yeah i see what you're saying i see what you're saying you know, if you don't, man. you got to exercise the heart. So if I don't get up and start doing some calisthenics or something, I'm toast. Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck do you do toe touches in a truck, though? You don't. You can't. Well, you know, one thing you can do is uh, you can bounce. You bounce? Yeah, like I've had to do yeah, That'd I've be had, fun as fuck. I've had to do this to stay awake. The you seats, start bouncing? The seats are air, con- air, uh, uh, air cushioned. Basically, yeah. they have a they have a, a shock underneath the seat, 
That'd be awesome. And you can raise and lower the seat via air compression. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, what what I do is I just <laughs> I, when I lift up, the seat comes with me, right? Yeah. So I can lift up with my legs, the seat will come with me. Uh, if I do that rapidly for about half an hour, I can get a pretty good workout. But anybody passing me on the road will go over and go, what the fuck is that guy doing? Dude, that's amazing. I would do it just for the hell of it. Well, uh, I found that if I'm falling asleep, if I'm really, really tired, to get really yeah. tired, because driving's boring. Yeah, it is. But it if, I start, if I start getting tired, I'll just listen to music and sing along with it, and that yeah. wakes me right up. Yeah. You know? So I've been, uh, I've been singing a lot of Please Don't Go. <laughs> Please don't go. <laughs> don't go away. You know, so Casey hot. and the Sunshine Band. So hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh and I found uh, I found this really awesome <laughs> version of Smooth Criminal, which uh, yeah. I think we should play at the end of this. Yeah, we should. We yeah. should definitely add that in. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. We will do that for sure. <laughs> Smooth Criminal. It's definitely a different version of it. So tell me, what would you do if there were robots running around your house doing this all your This is what I'm saying. If, everything for you? if there were robots and they were... Do the dishes, fold the laundry. Other than that, I'm good. I'm good to go. You know what I'm saying? Take care of those little stupid fucking tasks that, number one, waste my time. And number two, I don't like doing. Do that shit, and then and we're good to go. I need nothing else. I need nothing else. <laughs> like, you know, maybe if you want to run up to the post office and grab the mail. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm fine. Well, would you let your robot run outside? Maybe it'll get stolen. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, in that universe, in that little world, you know, of the of the movie, everybody and their dog had one. Everybody had a robot. That's my saying. It's just like you know, everybody had one. So, so I really don't think it would be that big of a deal. No. Or maybe shit. Ugh. I don't know, man. Not everybody had one. Remember the camp where no, robots weren't allowed? The what? Wasn't there a camp where robots weren't allowed? Shit, I don't know. I might be thinking of a different movie. I think you are. Like, this was just Chicago. You know, this was just... He was a cop in Chicago, a detective. I've seen a bunch of these movies. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, there was a... I can't remember what movie it was. There was a movie where they went into this uh, no-robot zone... It was kind of dystopian, though. I don't think it was iRobot. No, it's not iRobot. But these people were against robots. There was a robot cop. Like RoboCop? No, it was a <laughs> it was a robot investigator. I think they looked like androids, though. Huh. I can't remember the name of it. It's interesting, though. But, uh, I don't know, man. I think giving them... Too much AI would be a very, very big problem. Yeah. I do. It scares the shit out of me. Because I don't want some fucking, like, tin can choking me out in the middle of the night. That'd be horrible. I don't see why artificial intelligence would lead to... Would lead to uh, a bunch of psycho robots. What they were saying, like, because there was a centralized hub, you know, and I, I... in the movie itself, they called her Vicky. Vicky was like the main hub for everything. 
for all the robots. Yeah. And so she would be the one that would send out all these, you know, software updates and things like that to these robots and, you know, things of that nature. So they're getting all of their information ultimately, you know, from from Vicky. Yeah. Was well, it, then Vicky... Wasn't Vicky in uh, uh, Resident Evil? No. What was that one? I don't remember. You don't remember that chick's I, name, that yeah, little girl's name? I own all the movies. Of yeah, Resident Evil because yeah, that's sexy too. stuff. <laughs> that is sexy stuff. Okay, I so, love. So yeah, Vicky but, was sending it out, and she's the one that decided that humanity had to go, or that right because were there were flaws. There are flaws in in our system. That's still programming. That is programming. However, then she decides. She makes the ultimate call. Then that this these flaws or these certain little imperfections need to be erased. And so then she sends out this basically this mass program to all of these new robots. Why does every robot movie end that way? Well, why is the the overall theme? Because that's that's the way it is in a lot of these. The overall theme is that humans are flawed, so therefore they must go. Right. You have this in iRobot. You have it in Terminator. Sure. Uh, you have it in that other movie I was talking about where there was this section where the robot shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, I remember what it was. In this movie that I saw, everybody had avatars that were oh. robots, and they just sat at home in these chairs with these these goggles on. What? And so they the had avatars ro- live their life then for them. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, all these people were just at home sitting in sitting in this chair, hooked up to computers, and their robots would go out and live their lives for them. That's that's what it was. But the robots weren't smart. That's ridiculous. They were just empty shells. Right. Right. Uh, but I don't remember the name of that movie. But it was good. I liked that one. Uh, but most of these movies, they are, yeah. You know, Resident Evil, same thing, kind of. Uh, hmm. You know, that girl was artificial intelligent, yeah. intelligence, and yeah. she allowed the uh, yeah. virus to kill off people. Uh, but but why is that? Why, why is it that uh, all these movies, their themes are that humans are flawed or... or uh, I think need to go because they're not uh, efficient. I don't know, but I, maybe we're not. Maybe we're not efficient or whatever. But at the same time, man, you know how long has mankind been around? What does it matter? I mean, uh, just what I'm saying is, don't fix it if it's not broke. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Fuck, we've made it this long. Yeah. Well, so of ants. Exactly. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh Here's the thing. None of the, you know, AI, artificial intelligence, that's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing. Uh, I was speaking about the movie, AI, with that kid. That's another movie. Uh, The thing about this is that artificial intelligence isn't going to decide humans are inefficient and need to be eliminated unless we broke that program that in. Uh, look, here's the thing with artificial intelligence. We're talking about the ability to learn. Yes. Uh, and that is separate from the ability to decide. You see Mm -hmm. what, 
the beauty of artificial intelligence is that when you create a program that can then view its surroundings and take in information, it you no longer have to teach it what it needs to know. It can teach itself. Exactly. So if it sees, uh, if, if, if you have a robot and you put in an artificial intelligence into that robot, you're going to put in several different uh, types of software. One is going to be a learning software, which is a portion of artificial intelligence. So it's going to walk around. It's going to look at its surroundings. It's going to get a, you know take in information. It's going to process that information and learn it, and then be able to repeat it back to you later. So it'll say, "Well, this table right here has a, a vinyl top. Uh, so this table has vinyl. This table is has a wood top." Okay, and it will remember that, that that table has that. You know, mm-hmm. it's mundane information, but it'll right. be able to process that. The other portion of it, which is completely separate, is the decision to do something with that information. So if you program artificial intelligence and say, okay, uh, your job is to make everything more efficient no matter what the cost, then yeah, it, then it may decide to kill off the human race and every <laughs> other animal on the planet. But I think that it would also recognize that the planet is also a machine like itself. Right. And that without certain things on, the, you know, certain, you know, that everything has its place in the world and that machine as a whole is uh, efficient. Mm-hmm. You see, everything is as, in, is as efficient as it can be in nature. And it becomes more and more efficient over the millennia i think a robot would be able to see that but if you give a robot a specific purpose and you say you need to make this particular purpose more efficient it can do that if you say if you you would have to program in that humans are inefficient and that it should get rid of humans and that would be a human error not an artificial intelligence error a robot is never going to decide that humans are inefficient and therefore needs to be eliminated. It still scares me. It may still scare it you. It scares me. But it's still <laughs> it's still part of several different components. And if you don't use that component of it... Then how could it work? Then it's not going to work. It, yeah. I mean, you can make a learning robot. You can also make a robot that can carry on a conversation with you sure. and act just like a human. That doesn't make it... Uh, human <laughs> self-aware you know what i mean and a robot may be self-aware like the hal 9000 was self-aware mm-hmm. right see even that one 2001 way back in 1968 where we're talking about artificial intelligence deciding that humans uh needed to get the fuck out of the way right and that robot didn't even have arms you know it was just a computer in a it spacecraft crazy, uh but are they trying to uh is like hollywood trying to like condition us for 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 the oncoming on <laughs> the onslaught of uh artificial look this is gonna playing. happen and it's gonna be shitty okay <laughs> so <laughs> well like you should be against it maybe i mean it's just like all the alien movies are they trying to condition us to get ready for uh you know, in all these well, like post-apocalyptic have... type scenarios, you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, look at all these movies. Well, they had that in they they had that theme in the first Alien movie, and then they carried that theme on to Prometheus, <laughs> right? Where right. you know, uh, our, this artificial intelligence decided to do something about humans. Blah blah blah. I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know if they're trying to condition us. You know, Hollywood, uh, I don't know if Hollywood conditions anybody for anything. I think it makes morons out of all of us. Well, I, I would uh, totally agree with you. And I'm a huge movie freak. I, I love movies. Like, I enjoy movies. I do. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I have, you know, like, I have Netflix. I don't have regular TV or anything like that. I have Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's it. Lots of ghost stuff on Netflix. There is. Yeah. And some of it sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, But, you know, I, I watch a lot of, like, documentaries and things of that nature. Yeah. But that's what I'm into. You know? That's the, the type of film that I make is documentaries. That's what I like. Yeah. But at the same time, though, they're like the Resident Evil movies. Those are badass flicks. I like those movies. Well, I like They're them. Fun. I think they get a little, a little out there. Well, yeah, hell yeah. But you know, there are there is a very large camp of people out there who do, in fact, think that a zombie apocalypse is is imminent. Well, you're going to get something like Twenty Eight Days Later. Exactly. You won't get actual zombies. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is bizarre to me. Wouldn't it be great? Dude, I've already, I've thought about it. Now, I'm not like, you know, I was watching that show. You came over the other day, uh-huh. and we hung out a little bit, and I was watching that show. It was like uh, Doomsday Preppers, I think is what it was called. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've I've often thought about it. Like, what would I do if it was, you know, put into some position of, hey, the world's ending and shit just got flip turned, you know, and... And now you're you're facing a threat. You know how would I react? What would I use to defend myself? But I don't, I don't have fifty years worth of food stockpiled in my basement. Ah, you don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Though? You don't need it. Like I don't have those things. I don't have an escape plan. You don't need it. I have a shotgun. You know what I mean? That's all you need. That's all you need. Well, you need that and a pipe cutter. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a, it's so you can cut it down to a sawed off. Yeah. Dude. And then uh and then you just need some leather boots. That would be badass. Uh probably a good leather jacket, motorcycle type. Motorcycle jacket, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And some good jeans. Something that nobody can bite through and some good gloves. <laughs> then you need to get a good I vehicle. You need a good like vehicle a moped. because well, because you got a baby. Oh, a yeah. wife and a I can't daughter. put a baby on the so moped. Got, Damn yeah, it. So you need a good vehicle. Now, look, you might lose your kids. You might lose your wife. <laughs> you got to try the hard, your hardest to, to, to keep you. them alive. <laughs> You're like, so look, I'm just going to be honest with you. Well, your family's going to die. Well, I'm not saying they're going to die. I'm saying they might die. <laughs> Jesus You got to be prepared Then why the that. hell would I live, though? Well, they're not going to live without you. Uh, I, I, this is all on me now. Yeah, fuck. it's all on you. So if you, uh, we're if you donked. fuck up, yeah, they we're may donked, die. Man, we're donked. But if they do, you got to keep going. You know, because that's the moment you turn into Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. You have the Mad Max moment. Yeah. So you got to keep that going, man. But I'm going to tell you, <laughs> you it would be, it would be a blast, really, <laughs> to just walk around and shoot it a bunch just of people, blow shit up. Oh, it'd be great. That'd be awesome. No, I'm kind of overweight, so. I may die in the first month. Dude, but if I can make it through the first month, I will you, have lost enough weight. That's what I'm saying. You'd yeah. probably be ripped to shit. Yeah. Within 90 days, you would be just ripped. I love the movie Book of Eli. Have you seen that? No. 
Yeah, well, you what might as well of, just stop asking me if I've seen any movie because I'm just going to say no. Look, I'll give you a list of movies you need to watch. <laughs> Do some homework. Book of Eli. That's. Uh, I have a long trip coming up. It's, it's so yeah. You know what's amazing? Because I know you haven't seen The Road either. No. Two didn't movies. We talked about that. The Road. I think we didn't we talk about that the other day. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe not. The Road is. Uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Igor. Uh, he was the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings, the sword guy that had the relationship with uh, Liv Tyler. With Liv Tyler, yeah. he was human, but she was an elf. Yeah, do you remember him? Oh yeah. Okay. I remember her. He plays the father oh. in in The Road and it's after the nuclear holocaust and Shit. it's just him and his kid. His wife was uh pregnant, had the kid after the bombs fell and then she walked out in the woods and killed herself, let the wolves eat her. Jesus. So him and the kid took off and they're trying to get somewhere so it shows <clears throat> it shows them uh in this post-apocalyptic world where all the plants are dying and all the food's gone and they're just so, trying to make it well here's the tie-in uh there's a guy he's a really good actor and please excuse me my brain is screwed so i don't remember hardly anybody's names but he's a really really good actor yeah and uh he is uh, kind of half blind and he's and he's walking and they meet up with him and he says his name is eli but he's, I don't know, acts like a weirdo. And, and uh, basically he's just been walking, but nobody's messed with him or anything like that. Mm. Well, in the movie The Book of Eli, it's the same thing. This guy, his name is Eli, and he's blind, and he's been walking uh, for the past 30 years or so. And uh, basically, But he's carrying a Bible, and the Bible... Uh, he's trying to find the right place for the Bible. He's like on a mission from God, and God has protected him through all this. But he is a bad motherfucker, huh? <laughs> like, like he has this uh, knife that's almost a sword, right? That's now remember, he's blind, so right. he's fighting people based off of just smell and hearing, damn and man. feeling, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I don't just, like you, Slice. He just fucks people up. <laughs> He's just going around shiving everybody. Two really good movies that you should watch. So what? What is it? Because I'm I'm very interested in movies that are like that post-apocalyptic thing. But what is it about us that makes a movie like that so damn sexy? Like, why is it that we like them so much? Oh, because that could be us. But what is so? Like what is so attractive about it? You know, people don't people don't understand that we have been. This kind of is a callback to an, the, our earlier conversation, where people don't change, right? Uh, if you took away all this technology, we would be in the same problem. If a big EMP came and knocked, killed everything, the whole power grid, the whole power grid, everything, yeah. every electronic on the planet were to go out and not ever work again you know we would we would have to go back i mean no it, shit, not to, not to mention all the books we would lose because a lot of them are only in digital format <laughs> nowadays yeah you know but we would we would be basically transported back in time to before the invention of electricity mm-hmm. and most people think that that would be uh, a, 
an apocalypse situation. And it may be. You're going to lose a lot of people. You know, before electricity, uh, you know, the earth could could uh, support the amount of people that were on it. Now there's six, over six billion. So without electricity, uh, we're not going to be making enough food right. for everybody right. or preserving enough food for everybody. So at that point, you're going to get riots and, and everything's going to go nuts, you yeah. know, yeah. until we reach an equilibrium where uh, enough people die so that the planet can continue on. The ones that are going to make it are the ones that can grow their own food without electricity. Right. Uh, you don't need to store food. You just need to be able to grow it. But then you got to protect it from other people that are starving and want to steal it. So, Do you see anything like this ever actually coming to fruition, like in our lifetime? Well, you, you know, here's the thing about uh, uh, 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. You can have a you can have a disease that does that to you. You can have a virus or something that can turn you into a violent psychopath. Sure, that's that's possible. The thing that is impossible is the amount of time it takes to uh, make you that way. In the movie, for expedience' sake, and because it wouldn't happen otherwise, it happens instantaneously. Mm. You will never have a virus that works that fast. Sure. So that scenario is impossible. You could never have a 28 days later because of the simple fact that you have to have an incubation period for viruses to infect your body. Right. Uh, it has to grow and multiply before mm. it can do that, you see. I mean, even even uh, even if you had a... Uh, a parasite yeah. it would still take a while for it you know because they have the zombie parasite for for bugs have you ever seen uh like a praying mantis on the zombie worm no this worm gets into the uh body from stuff that uh that the bug has eaten okay right it eats another bug which uh which this bug purposely goes out to get eaten it's funny because the bug purpose once that bug is infected, it will go out and purposely get eaten by another bug. What the right? Hell? Like a praying mantis, right? And it'll do that because it is carrying a zombie worm, and the worm is really small. So, so the so you have like so, kamikaze bugs. Yeah, yeah, kamikaze fucking- bugs that that <laughs> are amazing. being told to do something by this worm. So the worm will then. So the the worm then grows in the praying mantis, and it will grow throughout its entire body. If you look at a, a diagram of it, it looks like well, where are the guts <laughs> to this to yeah. this praying mantis? It's all worm, you know. Weird. But the praying mantis can still walk and function. But its first instinct after this after the worm has gotten so big is to seek water. Once it seeks water, it'll go drown itself. And when it drowns itself in the water, then the uh, worm will come out of the body. Holy and then, and shit. Then, and then spawn more worms, which then get drank up by other bugs. This who, is all true. This is all true. The, you didn't get it off that fucked up website. No, no, no. no. This is not creepy paste. <laughs> Or pasta, or whatever you want to call it, but it's but, jacked up. Yeah, it'll then it'll then give birth to more worms in the water, 
And then yeah. those worms will get into other bugs. Those bugs will then go get eaten dude, by praying mantises and stuff like that. And then the cycle continues. And that's the zombie bug, but it takes a long time for that to work. You have to grow the worm. You know, the worm has to grow. They're going to run out of bugs and they're going to come after us. <laughs> no. Bullshit. No, this is very... Look, you <laughs> can pull it up on a video right now. Hold on. You're going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up. I want to let you see it. I know our listeners won't be able to see it, but you can look it up too because oh. I'm going to look up uh, it's a, fucking a zombie, zombie worm praying mantis. And then I'm just going to hit uh, videos. And here it is. You found it. Yeah. Okay. Dude. So there is the praying mantis, and you see it's walking around just like normal. Yep. And it's looking for. Uh, it's basically looking for water. It's that's its so only. You said purpose. that was its only only purpose. The but the after pain, it yeah. ingests the bug. Well, after the the worm or the become, worm. Yeah. Yeah. After the worm becomes a certain size. Uh, then the praying man, it'll take over the praying mantis's body and, uh, and the praying mantis will seek water. Now this guy just stopped the bug with the thing and then sprayed it with insect spray. I was going to say he sprayed it. Yeah. So he just killed the mantis. Okay. That's what's going on right now. Just to let you guys know, the actual YouTube title of this video is guy kills a zombie praying mantis revealing a huge parasite living inside yeah it's kind of a long title but <laughs> yeah definitely interesting so now so i can comes. see the worm is leaving the mantis sweet god that is a big that's a big worm yeah it's long it just keeps coming it just keeps coming well it's it's probably about a foot and a half long it's about a foot and a half long. Yeah. The, and it's been inside of this thing. Yeah, it's curled up inside the body of oh the praying mantis. God. All the way up to the mantis's head. You okay, see? that's disgusting. And the mantis, it, it lets the mantis keep control of its, you know, like, like it keeps the ability to move. Right. And the first thing it wants to do is seek out water and it'll go drown itself. And once the, once the mantis is dead, then the worm comes out like this into a pool of water and it will uh, then have its babies in the water, which will then get drank up by other bugs. Those bugs right. will then go get ate by more praying mantises. And, uh, wow. And then, and then more praying mantis, sorry, more praying mantises will go to, uh, the water. And keep the cycle going. Dude. This is insane. Yeah, you guys are going to have to watch this. You guys are definitely going to have to watch this. I, I, I'm completely, like, speechless right now. Other than yeah, the, so that's real. That's not fake. So Yikes, uh, man. Um, fuck. So... So in order to have a zombie apocalypse, you have to have a parasite, you have to have a virus. Uh, that virus has to then take over your body and your mind and make you do these violent acts to other humans. Right. And then once you infect somebody else, then they have to then become just like 28 Days Later. Mm -hmm. However, it is impossible. It is absolutely impossible to uh, to affect somebody in that way, the only way 
that you could possibly have a zombie apocalypse is if you had a parasite, right? Yeah. Not a virus. Okay. But a parasite. Because like I said, a virus has to have time to uh, create duplicates of itself and, and, and infest your body. One little, par- one little virus isn't going to do anything. Right. You have to have millions of them in your body for your body to you know, start fighting it, for it to make you sick. The only way you could do it is if you had a parasite. And that parasite got into your body and then within a very short time started releasing neurotoxins, which would then create a drug-like effect right which that affects your brain that would make you that would turn you violent that would make you act in certain ways yes and 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 there is no animal on earth that does that so right right. so uh you know maybe it would have to come from outer space but that would be the most feasible way to have a zombie apocalypse because because you have to be poisoned because you could take drugs you could shoot heroin, you feel the effects right away. Yeah. So basically, whatever this parasite is, it would have to release a drug. You could have a man-made one where they gas a community, and then that that gas then uh, makes you do something. But after a while, it would wear off, yeah. and you could only do it to a certain portion of a community. You, it wouldn't spread like a virus because it's gas, you know. Oh, so, so so That's I wouldn't ridiculous. worry I wouldn't worry about zombie apocalypse. I wouldn't worry about artificial intelligence. I mean I, unless you have an evil fuck that is going to Don't we though? Well, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, we have a world full of jackasses that would do shit like that. We have people that sit around all day long in their parents' basement thinking up new ways to make a new bomb. Yeah, but are they going to create a corporation to sell you robots? Oh, you're talking like an evil type entity, like a gigantic entity, like Walmart. <laughs> yeah, but if they kill all their customers, they're not making money anymore. That's what's stupid about Resident Evil. Yeah, is you they know? wouldn't be able to. Well, yeah. the whole thing about Resident Evil, it was initially it was a big accident. It was just a big No, it was accident. on purpose. They their artificial intelligence inside the original hive decided to allow that to happen. Allow the virus to Yeah, spread. because they could because she she said that she initiated the protocols oh, that's right, because or whatever, the dude, but then she allowed it to escape and she killed off all that's the other right. people. Yeah. Because initially the guy had that vial. Yeah. With and the he, C virus and he threw it. Yeah, he threw it. Yeah. So that was that was not the AI, but the Ooh. AI then took over then and took decided, over, yeah. yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> you know? Which is a little jacked up and a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Because it was the little girl. The hologram. Yeah. The holographic hologram, yeah. image was the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. She scared me. Well uh look, man, here's what's gonna happen. I gotta go to the restroom. I do too. Do you? <laughs> that's, you what I was, okay. that's what I was gonna say. Okay. So uh we can end it or we can take a break. What Let's take a little break for now. Okay, we're going to take a break. Okay. Bye. Okay, we're back. We're back. Yeah. Yay. Talking about zombies. <laughs> okay, so like I mentioned uh, out, yeah. outside, right? Uh, we should talk about uh, the other option, which is when there's no more room in hell, 
Uh, the dead will walk the earth. That's the other way you can have That's a it. zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So parasites and hell is pushing maximum capacity. Yeah, parasites and biblical <laughs> biblical means. You know, if you believe in that sort of thing. Oh my gosh. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So so far, uh, the movie list that you need to watch is uh, the Book of Eli and the Road. Right, right. Which I think both of which you can watch on Netflix. Really? I think, Okay. Yeah. At least The Road I saw on Netflix. Well, what was the other one that we talked about, though? The Mike Judge thing? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. I'm going to have to watch that, too. Yeah. Idiocracy, The Road, The Book of Eli. <laughs> Great movies. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, and, of course, all George Romero's movies. Yeah, you know, yeah. The zombie movies. If you want to watch zombie movies, uh, great stuff. Why do women not like zombie movies for the most part? You know what's weird though is like my my wife, um, she'll watch The Walking Dead. Yeah, with me. Yeah, but like I said, we don't have regular television, so what we have is the stuff on Netflix. Yeah. And so we've already gone through everything that they have available on Netflix. Yeah. And now I have to like steer clear of social media, you know, on specific nights. Oh, so you don't So I can't get any teasers. Yeah. You know? So you gotta wait a year. Yeah, basically. For yeah. the next season yeah. of uh, The Walking Dead to get Right. It and you know, another one that we also like is uh I'm a big fan of like Stephen King. Yeah. And um, what was the book under the dome? Like that was a pretty good, that was a good book. What was that about? Well, it's like this freaking town. That oh, that there's they this put giant, the dome there's on. this yeah, yeah, yeah. giant dome that just comes and appears one day. Yeah. Did that come out before or after the Simpsons? Simpsons? It was episode. after, after it was after the Simpsons movie. Yeah. And yeah. So do you think he stole that idea? <laughs> yes, he did. But I mean, obviously in that Stephen King way then, you know, made it uber creepy and just weird. Yeah. Just bizarre. But like the the show itself is completely different than the book. I have a problem with Stephen King. Do you? I like his stuff. I do too. The problem with Stephen King is that it becomes dated. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we absolutely. I don't know about the books, but the movies definitely become dated. They're. Yeah. Uh, I just got done reading an amazing Stephen King book. Which one's that? Eleven twenty two sixty three. Eleven twenty two sixty three. The day Kennedy was killed. Yeah, it's about a time traveler that goes back and he tries to stop that. Yeah, it is amazing. He paints like the perfect picture of, you know the. The late 50s, early 60s, which is a time period that I am absolutely fascinated with. Uh huh. You know, a time that I obviously wasn't able to experience for myself. But it's it's a good, good book. Yeah. And apparently they're turning it into uh, some kind of a mini series or made for TV type movie, too. So I hope it translates well to film. Otherwise, I'm just going to be completely pissed. But it's really, it's really good. It's good stuff. So. Uh, I think he stole that idea, too. There, Shit, probably. <laughs> I was just looking at this the other day, so it's kind of coincidental. Yeah. 
there's a, a website that shows all these pictures of people that they say are time travelers. Yes. Because they're doing certain yes. things. Yes. The there's an old picture I saw that initially like piqued my interest with this. This it's it's film though. But I mean it's old film from like the thirties or some shit like that. And clearly in the background you can see this woman walking holding this device up to her ear. Like she's talking on a cell phone. It was bizarre. That's the one from 1938. That's it right there. She's holding that up there. That's jacked up. Yeah. There's a lot of shit like that. Well, they have this. Uh, they they have a person standing standing there. Uh, uh, in one of uh, the Kennedy photos too. There's this guy. In the Kennedy photos? Yeah. There's Well, this isn't the Kennedy photo, but there's okay. this guy here that looks like he's wearing a sweater and a t-shirt that's screen printed, and he's got on these weird glasses and has a weird haircut. Yeah. And he doesn't fit in with anybody else because everybody else is wearing suits and fedoras, <laughs> you know, and they say he's a time traveler. And, and it kind of looks like he's wearing a hoodie in this picture, you see? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, huh. I just find that Kennedy one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's fascinating. It, it is. Uh, but Some of them are very weird when you look at them. If you just do like a Google search of things like that. Like they uh, photoshopped Axl Rose into this picture. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Into the Kennedy, yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Kennedy assassination one. Uh, so that's that's weird. Uh, you know, here's the thing with Stephen King. I don't think he knows how to end. He does. He's yeah. really good at starting and telling the story. but the He's end, really good at characters. The end is horrible on all these movies. On a lot of them, yeah. Oh. <sighs> You ever watched The Stand? Yes. Okay. I read the book first. So. <laughs> you, you want to talk about anticlimactic? Yeah. I mean, I know. <sighs> I didn't read the book. I watched the movies. Right. Right. Because I'm a big movie fan. I do like to read, but uh, I like to watch movies. So, I committed to watching The Stand and hours and hours of my time. And at the very end, <laughs> they go. They, they they only send they don't have a big war they only send a couple of guys down there mm-hmm. to fight the bad guys right. and it ends up the hand of God comes down and <laughs> stops it yeah God's yeah. a cheater so, <laughs> he's a cheater he's a I mean cheater well first of all it was oh. supposed to be and this is this is a a kind of a cool premise the devil picks his people. And God picks his people, right. and everybody else on the planet dies. And then those people are supposed to play the chess game right. of you know the biblical chess game that Satan and, and God are playing. But then in the end, God reaches down, and w- Just, what does he do? He kills somebody or stops somebody from doing something, and he does something. But then what you're saying is the whole ending was just... Just 
stupid. It was stupid. Nobody, they didn't go down and fight these guys and destroy them, and then it's all the good that guys that they had left. been building up to, or vice versa. Right. It, I mean, you would you would think that it would be this big, like war of attrition between the two groups, and one side would come out the winner. Sure. Even if it was a manipulative win. You know, like, right. you know, but in the end, it was the hand of God that you can clearly see in the movie <laughs> comes down and, and intervenes. And and that's that. And that's the end. <laughs> it was like, it, to me, it was like the Monty Python foot coming down and crushing somebody. <laughs> it was that stupid to me. But that's not it. Uh, that isn't the only movie. Uh, the end of uh, It. Oh, my God. I mean, how? first of all, come on. I mean, the movie was so good, and then you get to the very end, and it's just a spider. Yeah, he's a it's big a, spider. It's a big spider. It's a big spider. Ooh, it's a big spider. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I mean, and the end was dumb. I mean, it was just dumb, you know, and that's that's a lot of things with... with uh, with King, with Stephen King, you, you know the only thing that, that the only good that ever happened with Stephen King <laughs> uh, was when he wrote, uh, uh, oh, God, with the 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 hotel, The Shining, The Shining. Oh yeah. Okay, so the reason when he wrote The Shining, and then they had uh, what's his face come in to direct it with uh, Jack Nicholson and sure. those guys. Uh, when he came in and made that movie, he pretty much told Stephen King to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> well, and... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. He said, well, because Stephen King wanted some sort of creative control over it. Right. Like he does in, in a lot of his movies. But, but he said, nope. Fuck you. And that was the only movie, that was the only Stephen King movie that was ever made that was really, really high budget and done by a really famous director sure. who had his own style. And he it was also the best movie and the only movie that actually still holds up to time. When they did... They, it was a great movie. They did a remake. Yes, they did. And here's, here's one of the parts. Okay, in the remake... Uh, they're driving a red Volkswagen bug up yeah. to the place. Okay. Well, that's because in the book it was a red Volkswagen bug. Mm-hmm. Now, arbitrarily, okay, uh, they changed it. On the remake? Uh, no, on the... Uh, on the oh, ori- in the original. In the original, it was a yellow. yellow. Yeah, it was yellow. It was a yellow. Stanley Kubrick. Okay, so he right. he changes the bug to yellow. So you're asking, okay, well, why did he do that? And you would think, okay, well, maybe <laughs> maybe he could only get a hold of a, a yellow Volkswagen bug. Yeah. Well, okay, this is going to be seem kind of petty, but it's just one of a bunch of things in the movie, okay, that Kubrick had changed. And so you're thinking, well, okay, so why is that so petty, and why did he change it from a red Volkswagen Bug to a yellow one? Nobody knows, but as there as when Jack driving, yeah, as as uh, uh, Scat Carruthers, right, who plays uh, uh, Dick Holleran, as he is driving up to the hotel, 
in the wintertime because he got the vision to come and save, yes. the, to come and ch- check on these people. Yes. Uh, when he's driving up, you see a wreck on the side of the road, and there's an overturned semi. Yes. Underneath that semi is a red Volkswagen, <laughs> crushed, right? It's very symbolic. It is symbolic. It's <laughs> it, it, it's a, it's symbolism, yeah, you know, absolutely. because obviously they had a red Volkswagen that they could have used, but sure. he u- chose to use a yellow one instead. And, and, and again, one. you think, okay, well, if that's the only thing, but it's not the only thing. He changed a lot. In the book, sure. did you read the book, The Shining? Yeah, I have, yes. In the book, if you remember right, uh, Dick Holleran, which is uh, Scatman Crothers, mm-hmm. uh, he has a larger part in the movie. Right. He plays a big role. And as soon as he gets to the hotel in Kubrick's version, uh, he's killed off. Yeah. Done. He walks in the hotel, walks down a hall, boom, he's dead. Right. You know, and he doesn't come back. And uh, that's just another, you know, fuck you to Stephen King. And if you notice, Stephen King didn't have uh, a cameo in this movie where he does in most movies. Right, he does. And... uh, if you watch the remake, it was done by, uh, it was, it was done by. That was like mid nineties, early to mid nineties. Yeah. They redid that. They, they redid it. Uh, <laughs> at least we were just, <laughs> they redid it with the guy from, uh, 30 something. 1997. Oh, was it 97? Okay. Yeah. I think so. I think that's it. Yeah. Anyway, so if you if you watch that one, Stephen Weber, yeah. If you watch that one, uh, it's almost completely different. Than yeah, it's this, than the yeah. Stanley Kubrick one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because they followed the book, right? Rather right. than what Stanley Kubrick wanted to make the movie into, mm-hmm. and it's boring. And you never hear about it. Nobody gives a shit about it. Right. If you're going to watch The Shining, you're not going to go, oh, I want to watch The Shining, and then well, you no. watch this remake. You're, you're going to watch the old Stanley Kubrick one. Well, now he just came out with a new book within the last year called, like, Mr. Sleep. Mr. Sleep. But it's basically a sequel to The Shining. It follows Danny now as a grown man. Really? Yes. And things of that nature. I have yet to read it. I, I would like to read it, you know? Yeah. Um, But it is what it is. So I would say this, though. Like, as far as the endings and whatnot go, 11-22-63 won't disappoint. I would say that. I've read it three times now. <laughs> it's good. Of it's, which it, one? 11-22-63. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the ending isn't stupid, like that would hold true to Not every most. one of his endings are stupid. Not every one. Like, he did this one book that was amazing. It was uh, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. And it's, it's a short novel, especially as far as Stephen King is concerned. But it's like this little girl who's like 10 years old, and she gets lost in the woods. And it's basically just her thought process. Yeah. Of being lost. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. But 
So yeah, I would suggest that one as well. Uh, I do you rem- do you remember the Stephen King uh, uh, thing in Family Guy? I think it was Family Guy. He walks in know. and he goes, "Hey, I got to make another <laughs> book." Uh, the lamp monster, the- <laughs> and he says, "You're not even you're not even trying anymore." <laughs> it's a lamp monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! N- there, nobody is safe in the Family Guy universe. No. Nobody is safe. No, but there is a you know there is a documentary that you got to see just to add to the list. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's about uh, it's a it's a it's about uh, The Shining. Oh. And it's called, I think, Room. What was? It? Yeah, Room Two Thirty Seven. Sure. Uh, Two Thirty Seven. You got to watch Room Two Thirty Seven. Uh, okay. It's it's uh it's about The Shining and it's about all those little things that Kubrick put in the movie. Some of them are kind of dumb, but uh, yeah, but they they map out. Uh, they map out the hotel because of all the inconsistencies in the hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, they cover that. They cover, you know, the big fuck you to Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Room 237. Great documentary. Is that on Netflix? It might be on Netflix. I'm going to yeah. check that out, too. So yeah. I've got Netflix and Amazon Prime. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. My, uh, my mic just went to crap. How the hell did that happen? I have no idea, but it was doing something. Your mic just died? There, yeah, you're on. No, I'm not on. What the hell? Emergency procedures. One second. Let me figure this out. Check this shit. Go ahead. Okay. All right, I'm back. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, that's crazy. <laughs> that I was don't loud. I don't understand what the hell just happened. I don't know. Maybe it wanted me to stop talking about room <laughs> two thirty seven. Just like shut up. <laughs> Would you just stop? <laughs> well, the room number two in in the Stanley Kubrick version was changed. I think it was one thirty eight or something like oh, that in it? the original in the book, wasn't it? I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, I think if you go if you go to the movie and uh, you look up the trivia on IMDb, it, it'll it'll have a bunch of that stuff in there. Let's uh, let's check it out. <laughs> My daughter's having too much fun over here. Oh, Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall. She's a weird one, man. Absolutely. Uh, have expressed open resentment against the reception of the film, filming that critics and audience credit Stanley Kubrick solely for the film's success without considering the efforts of the actors. Oh. Uh, there were so many changes to the script during shooting that Jack Nicholson claimed he stopped reading it. He would read uh, only the new pages that were given to him each day. Sure. Yeah. 
Browns department built a door that could easily be over Jack Nixon had worked as a volunteer fire marshal and tore it apart far too easily. He was angry. He was angry? He was just angry. He was pissed. Well, I think he was always pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. uh, There's a lot of trivia in here. It's all interesting stuff. Watch Room 237. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out for sure. Uh, That and like the eight other movies that you told me to watch. Yeah, you'll have a full All day. Last if I, if hour I, and a half. If I get out of here in the next half an hour, you'll be you able know, to sit down and watch a bunch of movies. I doubt it. <laughs> like we have a lot. We have a lot going on tonight's the uh, the daughter's Christmas program. Are you Are you going? Are you going to be there? Are you going to be there? The Christmas program? Yeah. I don't know. Man. Oh, I got to be there. I got to be there. The wife's out of town, and so it is. It is all resting on my shoulders. I have to FaceTime the wife. <laughs> during the concert so she can watch it. I'm like, this could suck a dick. Really? Like, this could just suck. Well, yeah, I'm probably going to be forced to go. Yeah, you, you, you'll you have to go. Although, uh, I could probably make an excuse to stay home and watch my son because he's kind of a brat. <laughs> oh, you could just be like, I'm sick, I don't feel good, I've got diarrhea so bad, I won't be able to go, you guys. Yeah, that, that's a good impression. Uh. <laughs> oh, is that tonight? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, By the way, I do yeah. love eating just the skin of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason why I'm going to have a heart attack. Jesus. Yeah, you just like the deep fried skin, none of the chicken. Yeah. I understand that. Well. I understand that. Let's, let's wrap it up. Yeah. You know, next week, next week I want to have a guest. Yeah? I do. I want to have a guest. And who do you think that's going to well, be? Well, I have like, I have a stable of like five different possibilities here. And I'm going to I'm gonna keep that under lock and key for now. But I, I want to go ahead and say that next week we'll probably have a guest. It'll be fun. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. One of these days we're going to get Psychic Andy. On the show. Psychic Andy. Psychic Andy out of Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, is Psychic Andy the short, older guy, or is he the younger dude? Younger dude. The younger dude. Yep. Okay. You're thinking of Chip Coffee. Chip Coffee. Yeah, that's who you were thinking of. Yeah. You're thinking about Chip. Yeah. Chip, Chip, Chip. So, we'll see. It's a good name. Chip Coffee. Chip coffee. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, man. Good stuff. All right. Everybody, stay well. And uh, the usual. Uh, yeah. You know, I would. Yeah. A lot of people aren't reaching out, though. It doesn't you know, matter. We, we, we badmouthed Audra last week. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we read Audra's email, and I still haven't heard from her. I figured we'd, we'd hear a little something from her. But nothing. Yeah, well, David's still there, though. Hey, David, uh, do you guys drive on the other side of the road because we were, uh, we were of right-handed a... knights on horseback? Yeah, we were having a debate about this outside whilst we were smoking, and 
we we were because I mean, over here on this side of the pond, we're kind of stupid. Right. Like I'm not gonna lie, we are. We kind of we're kind of weird and we're bass backwards and things like that. And you know, as far as everybody else is concerned, you know, like I said, there's maybe a handful of people or countries, excuse me, that that drive on the right hand side of the road. Yeah. Everywhere else you go, it's on the left hand side of the yeah. road. But again, your right hand is in the middle of the road if you're on the left-hand side of the road, which is your sword hand. Your sword so if hand. you're going to chop down another knight on horseback right? as you pass him by, you're going to be on the left, he's going to be on the right. And I would be a horrible knight because I'm left-handed. I would suck well, at, at that. Yeah. I would just be dead. Yeah. Either that or I just shouldn't piss anybody off. So let us know if that's true. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you have any information whatsoever regarding that, you're going to have to hit us up, buddy, because... We're, we're clueless over here <laughs> in more ways than one. Yeah, we're that's, clueless. that's if you're even still listening to the show. <laughs> uh, we've got a song for you. Uh, yeah, we're going to play that play. song. We're going to yeah. play the, the Smooth Criminal song. So uh, uh, send us an email at uh, the ectoplasm show at gmail.com. Or and Twitter, ectoplasm, ectoplasm show. Yeah. And uh, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. The Facebook. Whatever you want. Do it. <laughs> do whatever you Just want. do it. <laughs> All right. Everybody stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Andy, Andy, are you okay? So Andy, are you okay? Are you okay? Andy, Andy, are you okay? So Andy, are you okay? Are you okay? Hit by, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. 